What's up, what's up, and welcome to another episode of the Hear From A Student podcast presented by Big Sis, which stands for Boldly Impacting and Growing Students in STEM. I am your host, Brianna Ivey. I'm a Georgia Tech alum and a current electrical engineer at GE Healthcare. As always, the goal of the Hear From A Student podcast is to embrace, encourage, and empower the next generation of great minds and underrepresented youth in STEM. In each episode of the podcast, we're going to get to hear from a student who studied the STEM field in their undergraduate or graduate studies and learn all about their journey as a STEM major. Marlo, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you doing? Good. I'm good. It's Sunday. We're almost back to the beginning of the week, but that's okay. So introduce yourself to everyone. Tell us your name, what you're studying, uh, and where you're from, and where you did your undergrad. Okay, so my name is Marla Durbin. Um, Right now, I'm doing uh, a PhD in chemical engineering at Georgia Tech, um, and I'm hoping to graduate next year, so I'm most of the way through four years out of five. Um, I did my undergrad at uh, the University of Alabama, also in chemical engineering. And I'm actually, I grew up in North Carolina. So I've really been all over the Southeast, but yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. We're going to circle back to the PhD because people who go get their PhD are always amazing to me because I just could not even imagine. So (laughs) hopefully I can give you a little idea of, you know, what chemistry is like and what it would be like to do that. yeah uh but let's go back take me back to high school marlo your senior year you're trying to figure out what it is you want to study i'm assuming that you enjoy chemistry but is that the only reason that you chose to study chemi that's that's one of them so so yeah so i liked chemistry um i I liked physics and so i was i was touring uh, different schools and um I didn't know exactly what major I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted it to be in STEM. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I was I was looking at different majors and I was really kind of getting interested in, in green energy and climate change. There was a lot of global mm-hmm. warming news in the news. And um, I actually was touring actually at Alabama where I ended up going. And I met some grad students that were working on a technology for carbon capture. And I thought that was really cool. And they were in chemical engineering. Yeah. So I thought, you know, maybe I'll look into this a little more. And I looked into it and I realized there's a lot of options with chemical engineering. You can go into a lot of different fields. So I figured, you know, it'd be a really good bet uh, to go with. So went with chemi and I haven't looked back. <laughs> That's cool. Do you think in terms of picking a college, visiting the colleges was a really important step for you? For me, yeah, it was. I mean, I was still torn. I was looking a little bit at aerospace engineering and mechanical engineering. I didn't really know. I kind of knew I wanted to do engineering because compared to doing chemistry, it it seemed like you had more options to go directly. Um, There were more industry options directly out of college with engineering. Mm -hmm. Um, But I wasn't sure until I went to tour the campus and I kind of met with a few different people from different uh, majors yeah that that really solidified it for me yeah I think that was really important for me too because I was also trying to figure out where I wanted to go to school but after I takes campus I was like this feels like this feels like home this feels right so yeah yeah 
it makes a real difference to actually talk to people and to walk around and see what they do yeah reading about it online yeah and see if you can imagine yourself in the space like can you imagine yourself walking around for me it was like tech green and sitting in the uh, in the student center and stuff like that so all that was really important absolutely yeah just being there you know seeing like where classes are and where the labs are and where the dorms are and you know just really getting to meet people yeah like that's that's critical so yeah that'd be my advice to anyone is try and if you can go tour the school because it'll give you a much better idea yeah when you got to Alabama and you started like doing your classes I guess past the general you know like math and the general Mm -hmm. sciences did you have like a favorite topic in Kimmy and or a favorite class yeah I I was really drawn more to kind of like the material science side which is almost there's a whole nother major of material science so chemical engineering overlaps with a lot of different things Mm -hmm. but um so kind of circling back to that project on doing carbon dioxide um, capture like really that research was about designing materials that you could use to do carbon dioxide capture so I kind of got more into materials and I took a class on polymers basically plastics and um so that for me was like my favorite area. And it's actually what I'm doing now in grad school. Okay. So. okay. You mentioned, okay, you said the material science side. So I'm sh- there are multiple different things up under Kimmy. Could you like name a few off the top of your head? Yeah. So that's, that's really one central theme of Kimmy is that we kind of dabble in a lot of different areas. So of course, chemistry, which is in the name, there's chemistry kind of at the center of everything, but um, we do a lot of projects that have material science um, in them. There's a lot of physics. Mm-hmm. There's actually a lot of biology. If you want to go into things like pharmaceuticals, mm-hmm. um, developing drugs, um, electrical engineering, actually, especially with um, with manufacturing, there's okay. a lot of electrical engineering. So we actually don't do as much chemistry as you might think. We do a lot of other stuff, too. So um so yeah, but for me, the part that I really got interested in was this materials, um, designing new materials uh, to do useful things. Okay, okay. And on the flip side of that, did you have a least favorite class or topic? Yeah, man, my, my least favorite was probably um, process control. So process control is like designing systems to like, if you want to keep a bath at a constant temperature or like keep it at a constant level, or like keep a reactor running. So it's a lot of, there's some like, there's some electrical engineering and a lot of math basically that goes into it. And I don't know, I mean, I got the basics of it, but yeah, I didn't really love that aspect. So yeah, I'm not doing that so much anymore, but who knows, maybe I'll have to in the future. Maybe, you never know. There are a lot of things that I learned that I was like, I probably will never see this again, but on the contrary, I saw it again. <laughs> it, it comes back. So yeah. you pull out those textbooks like they, yeah that was important in the end <laughs> what, what do you think the most challenging thing about studying chemical engineering was I would say it's it kind of yeah I guess into that last bit about kind of the breadth of topics mm-hmm. like it can seem a little when you look at the courses at first especially like in your second and third year it can be a little overwhelming because mm-hmm. you're doing a lot of topics not just in chemistry um, but you're doing a lot of math, you're doing sort of some physics, and it's all kind of in a short period of time. 
Yeah. It kind of feels like you're like drinking water out of a fire hose. It's like a <laughs> lot all at once. Yeah. At the beginning, you don't really see how it all connects together. But then like by your senior year, you see, oh, okay, this all kind of fit together. And um, and it sort of makes sense. So at the, the most challenging thing is just like being okay with all these different things getting thrown at you. And, yeah. And then at the very end, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. It always happens at the end where everything clicks. Yeah. But I remember while I was like in each of the like so many things happening, it was like I can't really connect the dots. But then by the end, it's like, oh, wow, it all made sense. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's it's weird how that works. I mean, so weird. You, like like you, I started off thinking, OK, I'm going to do a lot of just chemistry. And mm -hmm. this this is um, another one is uh, sort of a misconception about chemi is we really stopped doing chemistry classes after the second year. So mm. it's really more like engineering classes. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, in the end, it all kind of makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Did you, were, what kind of, what kind of uh, projects did you do as a Kimmy undergrad? Or did you have a favorite project that you did? Yeah, I mean, uh, I really, well, I, I got to do some undergraduate research. So I really enjoyed that where it was sort of kind of on this polymer um, design, materials design so making materials that you can use for carbon capture. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And another one um, was in your senior year, you actually get to do some hands-on work with like chemical processing equipment. So mm. the, the coolest one for me was we got to operate, um, it's, it's called a distillation column. So it's like this big tube that, um, you can put chemicals into the bottom and then like distill them off the top. So you okay. could take like, um, well, a big one is, is alcohol. So you can distill alcohol and you'll have basically concentrated alcohol on the top. Mm -hmm. It's also used for crude oil and stuff. So yeah. at the beginning of the class, we walked up and you see this big like spaghetti mess of like pipes and valves and yeah. like tanks and gauges. And you're like, how am I ever going to understand this? And at the end of the class, you actually like get to use it, and, like turn it on and get it running and then turn it off. And uh, that was really cool at the end to be able to like understand it and yeah. really get uh, appreciation for that. So yeah, that was, that was probably my favorite hands-on, like really chemical engineering um, project. Yeah, I always love the projects where you get to apply all the knowledge that you've learned, actually do a thing, like either build something or make something run or like just yeah. in a hands-on way, apply all the theory because so right. much the beginning, I think so much at the beginning of all the STEM majors are just theory. Like yeah. this is what should happen in a perfect world. And then you learn the world is not perfect. So now what do we do? <laughs> right, 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 right. So yeah, that's, that's definitely true. Yeah, it's like, that second and third year, you're like, what is this all useful for? And then in your fourth year, you get to kind of put it all together. And uh, yeah, it's it's very rewarding at the end if you stick with it. But yeah, the middle can be a little overwhelming. So. Yeah, middle is always the toughest part to swim through. <laughs> for sure, for sure. You mentioned um, one misconception. Did you have any more misconceptions about Kimmy? Or was that the biggest one? That that was a big one. Um so one, I have, I guess I have two other ones. So one is, um, so, so chemical engineering, you'll see that the, the, um, 
like starting salaries are pretty good for chemical engineering, which is a lot of the reason why a lot of people start it yeah. um, in that major. Um, so I would say, and this kind of gets into what is chemical engineering, but um, a lot of the jobs that you get starting out of college in chemi are going to be doing like chemical process um, work or like manufacturing. Mm-hmm. So a lot of that is going to be sort of in like suburbs or like more rural places. So you'll get to actually go out and like be like on the plant or yeah. on the site where engineering is getting done. So so I didn't realize that like that's, if you want to go into industry, like you almost always start there. Yeah. Um, so, so that would be one misconception I would say is like to do more like lab stuff, it typically happens later in your career or if you do graduate school, um, then you start to move more into labs and doing research and stuff. Yeah. Um, so that that's one misconception that I had. And then another one, people tend to think that engineers aren't very creative. Yeah. I think you know, they, they think, oh, you know, you're kind of like STEM nerds who just do a yeah. lot of math, solve equations. But yeah. but actually, like you said, like the real world is not as perfect and clean as the problems in your textbook to make yeah. it seem. So like you really actually have to be really creative when when it comes to doing these projects and being a real engineer. So I would say engineers are actually very creative people. Yeah. So um, so those are my two. Yeah, I would agree. Things yeah. go wrong all the time. And I think the true test of creativity is how can you take this thing that was supposed to be working and now it's not and fix it, even yeah. though you had all these plans for how it was going to work. And now. Right. So there's a lot of pivoting, which I think does take a lot of creativity. Right. That's why they pay us because, you know, we solve these, these kind of these problems. So, yes, <laughs> you mentioned, though, for somebody like me who has no idea, really the depths of chemical engineering yeah you said most people after or if you go straight into in- industry you either go into chemical processing or manufacturing can you yeah, kind those of, are big ones yeah can you kind of give an overview of what each side does and how they're different um yeah so so i'll just to be totally honest i've actually never worked at a chemical plant i did an internship okay. in manufacturing okay. and then i went to um to grad school right after so i'm not Okay. actually a real expert in this but um but yeah so generally i mean in chemical engineering like a chemical engineer this is sort of maybe another question what is a chemical engineer yeah. um a chemical engineer solves problems related to usually production of of chemicals mm-hmm. uh, but also food drugs and fuels so those are kind of the big ones so so a chemical process industry, you might be making um, products that go into things like, you know, like lotions, toothpaste, mm-hmm. paint, um, household mm-hmm. products. Yeah. Um, you might also be involved in making food. Um, so there's a lot of just like everyday stuff you'd buy at the grocery store that a chemical engineer was probably responsible for um, for manufacturing. Mm-hmm. And then the other one sort of, yeah, more manufacturing, you could also be involved in not just making like chemicals, but, um, but other like products, like I was working in a roofing plant. So we were making, mm-hmm. um, it was a polymer roofing that went on the warehouses of like Amazon warehouses, Walmart warehouses. So um, that was all kind of like plastic processing. 
Yeah. Um, so, so there's, yeah, there's a lot of manufacturing as well. So those are some really big areas that chemical engineers are really crucial for. Yeah. Uh, because you solve these sort of these basic problems uh, with how to manufacture things. Yeah. Okay. So those are the big ones, I would say. Okay. That makes sense. What do you think your favorite skill or the best skill is that you've gained from studying chemical engineering? Ooh, favorite skill. Um, yeah, I think the more I've studied chemi, the more I've gotten better at, it's sort of weird, but it's just communicating with people from different backgrounds. So mm -hmm. like we, we took this class together in, in biomedical sensing. Yeah. which, you know, that was a really cool experience because, you know, I, I was sort of using my material side um, to think about how to make uh, devices that, you know, a biomedical engineer could use with an electrical mm -hmm. engineer designing the circuitry and, and, mm -hmm. um, and to kind of, yeah, the longer you study chemi, the more you realize that you have a lot in common with engineers from different backgrounds and mm -hmm. uh, like together, you can solve some pretty cool problems. So, so yeah, my favorite skill is sort of realizing, no, it's really not just chemistry, but like, you know, we can work with people to do all sorts of different things. Yeah, that um, is true. That's, that's cool. I think you just reminded me that there's like a link there between chemi and biomedical, just when we started thinking about the materials that we yeah. could put on a person's skin that, you yeah. know, is going to be compatible with the skin and also with the device that we were building. So Exactly. And that really dawned on me that a chemi also would think in that direction because electrical engineers, sometimes we don't think about the interface between human and device because we're right. so on the device itself. So, right, yeah, but at some point your your you know your circuit needs to, you know, to interface with people. Yeah. When you start thinking about materials, and you're like, okay, how can I make this soft and comfortable, yeah. and you know, get a good signal? So, so yeah. Oh. Is, that was really cool. It was getting to to really branch out, and you're not just like doing reactions in the lab all day, but really, yeah. there's a lot of other stuff too. So yeah, good old Patty. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you might have touched on this a little bit with the misconceptions, but is there anything you wish someone would have told you before you started studying Kimmy? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I wish yeah, someone had told me a little bit. I wish I had had a, a video like this to watch and learn <laughs> about uh, what it really is like. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, I, I would say what one thing that's really important is to have like a good circle of friends that you can mm -hmm. you can not only lean on when you need help, when you're getting through problems with the classes, but also people that you can go hang out with and you know I think with with STEM it's important like it's so intense that it's important to have some balance in your life and to have that other activity and the other group of people that you you lean on so whether you're doing like club sports or um uh some other activity outside with your friends I think realizing that you're not you know you're not alone when you're doing these sort of like tough classes and projects yeah uh, so yeah I would have yeah, if someone had told me, okay, you know, you're you're gonna feel like everything is crazy and you you're sort of uh you're dealing with all these tough classes at once, um, but you know, actually, you know, leaning into your friends is really helpful. 
Um, so, so yeah, I would say that'd be my other advice. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, some of those days I just, I don't think I would have made it through without having a good group of friends to be like, I know it's we don't so feel like, you know, yeah. got to. <laughs> exactly. So, and on just on that note, is there anything else you want to add about Kimmy being a Kimmy student? What is it really like before we move on to this next batch of questions? Um, no, I mean, I think, I think that that kind of covers it. It's, it's a good set of questions. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So now we're going to pivot to some questions that may make you use your imagination a little bit more. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the first one is if you could pick a skill from a different major, what would it be and why? And it doesn't have to be a STEM skill. It can be any skill. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, um, that's tough. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Favorite skill? I mean, I don't know. This is still kind of in STEM, but I'm really amazed by um, by biology and biologists. So mm -hmm. I really wish I had done a little bit more in in biology, whether it would be like working with cells or something, because yeah. the reality is. Um, I think like living organisms are so much better at chemical engineering and like making materials huh. than people are yeah. like, the best engineer is like nature. So. If I had done more of that, I think I'd be a better chemi. So I don't know. The skill would be, yeah, like, I don't know, like cell culturing or, or something with cell biology. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. That is yeah. an interesting connection. Yeah. That's I mean, if you think about it, your body is like a big reactor and it's it's making food for you. It's keeping yeah. you cool. You know, it's creating energy. So wow. from, from biology. So. Yeah. That is really true. Wow. Didn't even think about it like that. Yeah. What do you think is unique about your perspective as a chemical engineer? So like when we were working on Patty together, our project in the biomedical sensing classes, what do you think is unique about your perspective as a chemi versus, you know, working with the electrical or mechanical or someone else? Well, I don't know if it's, it's unique that compared to an electrical engineer or mechanical, but, um, yeah, I mean, just just like breaking, you learn to be not like scared of a complicated problem mm. and, and just breaking it down into sort of like a process. Like with our device, we needed to start with some mechanical device that, you know, could sit on your leg. And mm. then we had to figure out how to put sensors on. And then we had to figure out, you know, what the electrical engineers would do to process mm. the signal and analyze it. So just, and I don't know if that's unique to Kemi because I think a lot of engineers do this, but yeah. just to, to have some big complicated problem and then sort of break it down. Um, so, so yeah, that would be my answer. Okay, okay. You might've already touched on this a bit too earlier in a different question, but what is a skill that you think all STEM majors should have? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's really, really like time management, I would say, yeah. is a big one. So just knowing, you know, how to manage your time through the week, um, knowing what things you can do to relax and take a break, you know, yeah. whether you're in, I think I mentioned like doing a club or doing intramural sports or something, having a good group of friends, 
and just knowing, you know, uh, how to, how to manage your time, you know, um, especially as you get into like crunch time, like finals time, mm -hmm. you know, you do need to sleep, you need to eat food. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Those things. Hang out with people. Yeah, yeah. You got to be human too. So yeah, I would say definitely like time management is a big one. Yeah, that is very true. And even in like an industry job, time management is also very important because I don't know one person that's only working on one project. Like everybody yeah. is working on like multiple different things at once, but everything has its own due date and they're never the same. So being right. able to manage your time so that you get everything done, but you also remain a good functioning human being is very important skill. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. In 10 seconds or less, 10 seconds ish. Okay. Why should someone be a chemical engineer? Yeah, you should be. Where's my 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 stopwatch? I got to start. Stopwatch. <laughs> um, if you're interested in creating technologies to cure cancer, um, and plastic pollution, stop global warming, stop big global problems, chemical engineering is degree for you. That was good. I don't know if it's 10 seconds, but we're going to say it was. We're going to say it's 10. It might have been 15. It might have been a little over. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. We're, we're going to go with it was 10. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I think those are, I mean, you're in a, it's a good place to be, to be in a unique position to, to go into lots of different fields uh, and solve a lot of big problems. I mean, right now, a lot of countries are, we're dealing with this issue with global warming, but also energy prices being high. So, I mean, a lot of that comes down to chemical engineering problems, you know, yeah. how to make green fuels that people can use. So I think uh, we've got a lot of work to do, but yeah. if we got the tools to, to solve things. Yes. Chemical engineers solving big problems, big global problems, because you got to have solutions to those. Exactly. Okay. Like so you graduated undergrad, right? Mm-hmm. And you decided that you had not had enough school and that you wanted to go back. <laughs> yeah. So what made you make that decision? Yeah. So I decided to go to grad school when I was, I was doing actually an internship in manufacturing. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it was, it was interesting and it wasn't easy. You know, there's a lot of different problems you have to deal with when you're doing mm -hmm. manufacturing, but, um, but, yeah, at the end of the internship, I, I got to visit um, some labs at that company, mm -hmm. and I really was much more interested by what they were doing in the labs, doing research, developing new products, mm -hmm. working with new materials, and um, and I found out that you basically need to go to grad school to develop some of those skills that you need to use these instruments and to do research um, and develop these projects. So um, yeah, I just decided that was what I wanted to do. Um, it's yeah it's not necessarily a money thing like I think you might make more money if you just like went and, and worked right out of undergrad mm -hmm. um, but I just felt like that was a lot more interesting to me and yeah. um, so so yeah I, I said all right time for more school so yeah. <laughs> did you yeah. already talk about what you did with your manufacturing internship a little bit right um a little bit yes yeah. so we were making um it was it's called TPO roofing. Basically, yeah, it's like this this sheet of polymers that go onto uh, big flat roofs. So um, actually, kind of similar to what I'm doing now with with polymer processing, um, 
research, but, but, uh, yeah, so I did that and, um, you know, I wanted to be able to do things like design new materials or create yeah. new products rather than just manufacturing. And for chemies, it's more common to have a graduate degree, yeah. uh, usually a PhD, sometimes a master's, um, to do really that research and development, um, kind of work. Yeah. So with the internship on the manufacturer side, you weren't creating the material that they were using. You were more so implementing the material. Yeah. So, I mean, they basically would ship us like this plastic, these pellets that mm -hmm. someone had designed and we were in charge of putting them through a bunch of machines to turn it into the product. Yeah. So, but to develop like a new plastic or a new product, maybe you want to make it biodegradable or mm -hmm. high performance. Um, that kind of thing happens more in very small pilot plants and yeah. labs. And to work there, usually it's a lot of PhDs working there. So, um, so I was like, well, I know what I need to do now. So, yeah. So share with us a little bit about your uh, graduate journey. How's it been? What type of things have you been working on? And what is your goal post PhD when you're finally Dr. Durbin? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so it's it's been good. I'm through, I've done four years and I have one more left. So it'll be year five. Um, and yeah, my project is really on, it's again, sort of designing new materials, mm -hmm. sort of this common theme. And the materials that we're trying to do are for basically biomedical devices. So to have like flexible, like electrode materials. So if yeah. you want to put... Um, like a sweat sensor or a blood glucose sensor or um, even like um, EMG, mm -hmm. um, some sort of electrical sensor, you want to have like a soft electronic material that can conform well to your skin right. or even your tissue if it's implanted. So we need better materials that are soft and they work in electronics. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, so my project has been developing new materials for that. Um, with some, with, so I've had some success, uh, some, some difficulties. So yeah. I think um, it's been a challenging but fun project, and you know, uh, I've gotten to meet some some awesome people from different fields, such as yourself, um, <laughs> all the electrical engineers and biomedical engineers who are mm -hmm. super important for this. And um, yeah, and so after I I want to go to industry somewhere, um, and again, you know, do something in, in research of of materials with some application like this so okay. biological sensing or maybe something slightly different but um to really go and be able to work in these at these companies that are you know designing new uh new materials to um to, to solve problems so yeah. so yeah that's really cool and i if no one else has told you today think you're great because going the additional five years school to get the phd is fantastic and uh yeah i'm cheering you on all the way from milwaukee wisconsin <laughs> thank, thank you yes so we are in the last set of questions and i like to call this my lightning round pop quiz okay uh -oh. yes so <laughs> i was never good at those <laughs> <laughs> no this one shouldn't be hard i'm going to give you this or that statements um, and you can just respond with whichever statement resonates the most in your spirit. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay.
Would you rather do a project or a homework assignment? Project all the way. Okay. Final project or final exam? Final project. <laughs> mm -hmm. Group project or solo project? Group projects. Okay. Study solo or study group? Groups or study group, yeah. Oh, I have to do both, but I don't know. Yeah. Uh, that's is that I don't know if that's an answer. Okay, but that's okay. Start start solo and then I finish with the group. Same. That's, so that's I'll, let it, I'll let that slide, yes. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather ask a professor for help or a TA? Ooh. Usually the TA. Usually okay. The TA. Yeah. Okay, okay. Internships or co-ops? I would say I would say internships. I like internships. Okay. Fall semester or spring semester? Ooh, fall all the way. <laughs> Gotta get that football in. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> roommates or no roommates? Roommates for sure. Yes, roommates. I heard your roommate enjoying the football game. So <laughs> Yes, exactly. That's a common theme here. <laughs> yes. Last question, which might be uh Interesting question for you since you're getting your PhD and you're probably in the lab all the time. Would you rather have 8 a.m. classes Monday through Thursday or 5 to 8 lab on Friday? Oh. Probably the 8 a.m. classes because, you know, when it hits like like 5 on Friday, I don't really want to be on campus anymore. So I, I can get up early better than, than um, stay up super late for the lab. So I'll just get hungry at that point and want to leave. Oh, so. yeah. So many things start happening in the afternoon on a Friday, you know? Yeah, exactly. My brain immediately thinks that there's no more work to be done. So Friday labs would also yeah. be a no-go for me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, y'all yeah. got to put that on an earlier. Yeah. Earlier. <laughs> but look, you did great. That was it. So you passed how about that no I passed. passed awesome but it did make me think of another one more question going into your phd because i know some people do like undergrad masters then phd but you went straight to phd right yeah yeah was there anything about that process that caught you off guard or that you weren't expecting going straight from undergrad to the phd program um yeah, so yeah, so so going from from in in college and undergrad really when when you decide what to do, it's it's you're picking a major, right? So you're picking a department you want to be in. Um when you go to grad school, you sort of you you're applying less to the grad school and you're applying more to like the professor you want to work with. So, yeah. so something that caught me off guard was really you don't really want to just look at the school you, you're in, but you should start looking at like the professors that are doing the kind of research that you would mm -hmm. like to do. So um, thankfully it worked out for me because in Kemi, they give you some time to meet different professors, talk to them, talk to other students and mm -hmm. decide like who you want to work with. Um, but some schools you have to know like right away when you start, mm -hmm. like who you're going to be with. So um so yeah, that caught me a little off guard at the beginning. Okay. And do you know, you didn't do the other way, so you might not know, but do you know what like the biggest difference is between straight to PhD versus master's and then PhD? Like, is it just like a personal choice or is there some type of logistical difference? Yeah, there's a, there's a few differences. So, 
So the big one is you usually, so for a master's, you have to pay for it. You have to pay tuition. So it's more expensive, but you can do it more quickly. Mm -hmm. So you can do a master's in usually one or two years. Yeah. Um, a PhD is usually four or five years, but you don't actually pay tuition and they actually pay you a small stipend. So you can pay for like your rent and some yeah. food, like basics. Um, so you don't have to like directly pay tuition, but you also spend a lot of time um, to do it. So yeah. it's sort of a trade off. Um, so, so yeah, so with doing a master's first in chemi, it doesn't really save you much time. Like it might save you like one semester of time on the PhD. Yeah. So ultimately it would be longer to do a master's and a PhD. Um, so it's just quicker to go right in to do the PhD in chemical engineering, at least at Georgia Tech. Um, now for different fields, it's different. Like some fields require you to do a master's first. Yeah. Um, and actually different, different countries have different rules. So in Europe, like everyone gets a master's first. Yeah. Um, but here it makes, I, for me, it made more sense to go right into the PhD. Um, but you know, there's differences you do. It is a long time. So it's usually four and a half or five years to do it. Some people can do it in about four. Sometimes it takes six years. So, yeah. so yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. I'm going to open the floor for you to give out any last parting words, any advice to general STEM students or, you know, Kimmy specific students. Do you have any parting words, parting words of wisdom? No, I would, I would say that, yeah, no matter what you do in STEM, um, there's a lot of great choices. You have a lot of great career options and, um, yeah, it's, it's surprising, but you can end up going into a lot of different career paths that don't even seem like they fall in your major right. after you get that degree. So, so don't feel like, you know, if you decide to become a chemical engineer and you decide that you hate chemicals later on, that you're going to ruin your life because there are so many different things you can do with it um, that you're going to have good options no matter what. So, right. yeah, I would, I would just say, you know, go, go with your, go with your gut and, um, if you decide to do chemi, I think it's a, it won't disappoint you. So, all right, yes, those are good parting words. Thank you so much, Marlo. I really appreciate you. Yeah, thanks, Brianna.